Welcome to Unearthed with Christine Babu. Have you ever wondered how much talent rests six feet under? Well, I did wonder, my friends, and it turns out there's just way too much talent. So many of us leave this world never having scratched even the surface of our greatness. Well, we're here to solve this problem. So get ready, my friend. We're about to unearth something beautiful in you. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Now let's get started. Well, hello there, my friend. It's Christine once again, back on the mic. And I hope you've been having a wonderful week so far. And uh, might I say a wonderful new year so far? Yeah, we forget, but it's just the beginning of the year. Okay, it's going a little bit faster than I had anticipated, but we still have time to make good use of this year. Well, last week, um, we spoke about what you tolerate becomes who you become. And therefore, I hope you have been setting some good standards for yourself so that you can actually walk in your self-worth so that people don't undervalue you so that actually you don't undervalue yourself. And this week, I am coming to you to talk about all things career. So I get this question a lot. How did you climb the corporate ladder, Christine? What are things you're doing to really establish yourself and to really get to the place that you want to be in corporate America? So today, I want to talk about 12 ways to work towards a promotion. And I wish someone had given me these tips when I had started my career. I would have probably been far off in my career, far, far, far off than I am right now. So today I'm going to share my own tips as a leader in healthcare and as a leader in general. What are the some of the tips and the ways that I have gotten to where I am in my career right now? And um, I hope that these tips really do help you. So let's get straight to it, my friend. So the first tip I have for you, number one, work smart and not hard. A lot of times everyone keeps telling us, work hard, work hard, work hard. But I refuse to work hard and not smart. I'd rather work smart. And then when you work smart, you incorporate, of course, Hard work comes with working smarter. So the first tip I have for you, if you're looking to climb up the corporate ladder, if you're looking for a promotion, if you're looking for some sort of like recognition to go further in your career, work smart and not hard. Find innovative ways to get your job done. Not just innovative ways, but efficient ways that actually further the mission and the goals of your department and of the organization overall. When you start adding value 
beyond just what you are doing as an individual. And that value becomes something that is felt within the organization. It's a great way for you to start climbing up the corporate ladder. So leaders are looking for employees who are innovative and efficient because there's so much going on on a day-to-day basis. Processes are broken. You know, efficiency is so important so that we can achieve what we want to achieve within the time frames that we have to achieve them by. I'm in healthcare and we are driven so much by regulatory guidelines. We have such tight time frames that we have to meet. Otherwise, we fall out of compliance and then we have very, very serious issues. And on top of that, we are responsible for people's health and well-being. So if we do not have an efficient way to work our daily work, then it not only impacts us as an organization, it impacts the patients that we are responsible for. And in my organization, we are responsible for, I think, over 30 million uh, patients all over the United States. So efficiency goes a long way. Number two, go above and beyond, okay? When you, at the beginning of the year, we all have goals. Most organizations who are forward-thinking, they, they have this process called a goal-setting process where you actually create uh, individual goals and then you also mirror those. Those goals have to be tied somehow to the organization goals. So when you set up your 2022 goals, which is, there's still plenty of time to do that, set up realistic goals that you can actually achieve. And then also have a stretch goal that goes above and beyond what you are are um, responsible for and also the goals that you have set that are realistic. But just also make sure that the stretch goal is something that you can actually attain and make sure the stretch goal is something that benefits not just you as an individual, but it serves to benefit a larger population. Maybe it serves to benefit your clientele. Maybe it serves to benefit the entire organization or a group of departments that would really feel the impact of this change that you're trying to implement. So go above and beyond, not just do the basics. Basics will not get you noticed and basics will never get you farther than where you are. Basics actually will just keep you where you are far too longer than you need to be, okay? So learn to go above and beyond by setting realistic goals and stretch goals, okay? Okay, I'm going to run through this and I'm welcoming any questions and I can even dig deeper into this in later podcasts. So number three, be reliable and informational. I cannot tell you how important this is. Reliability is so critical. If you are someone that a leader or your members of your department or other members of the organization can rely upon to deliver, I'm telling you, that sets you aside and apart because do you know how many people are not reliable in an organization. There are so many. I deal with them 
all the time. And I know the reliable folks and I know the unreliable people. And when I deal with unreliable people, I tend to really have to micromanage what they do. And I don't have any confidence that they will actually get it done. So I'm micromanaging the entire process. And I hate it. I'm not a micromanager. So if I have to micromanage you, that means your performance is just not cutting it. But reliable employees are one of the best people that you want to deal with. Those are the types of people that when a leader is in an organization or when a leader is in a meeting, they think about, hey, let me delegate this work to so-and-so because I know he or she is reliable and they will get it done. Above and beyond being reliable is being informational, okay? So whatever area it is that you're responsible for, Make sure that you become an expert in that area, yeah? Be the subject matter expert that people go to and people know that they can receive confident guidance and confident work. You're reliable, you're informational, you are just killing it. I'm telling you, it's a great way to be recognized for a promotion. So be reliable at all times. If you cannot commit, if you cannot meet a certain deadline, communicate that. Communication is so, so important, yeah? So if someone sets a deadline of tomorrow and you're not going to meet that deadline, please let that person know ahead of time. Don't let that person know at the very last minute. Unless, of course, it's an emergency or unforeseen circumstances that have led you to just deliver the news at the very last minute. Whenever possible, try and deliver such news ahead of time. And not just deliver it ahead of time, give them a new time frame by which you can deliver. You know, let them know that I'm not able to deliver on... A, B, C, D date, yeah? But this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be able to deliver this on A, B, C, D date and make sure you deliver. And communication is so, so important. You you have no idea how many times I have to send a reminder to a department leader, by the way, not just uh, um, a frontline staff member, a leader. Leaders mess up in this area all the time. So stand out by being reliable and informational, okay? And then the next tip I want to share with you is volunteer. I know that word can sometimes be become overwhelming because many of times we have so much to do in a day. And we really don't have time to give freely to other things that don't really impact us. But whenever possible, volunteer. And volunteer can look something like you're in a team meeting, yeah? And then your your manager or your director says something like, oh, you know, we are organizing a training session for this department, and I need someone to help me put together a PowerPoint presentation or just even set up the meeting invites and all that stuff. Volunteer for that kind of stuff, yeah? It's not outside the scope of work you're doing, yeah? It's still within your, your department, but you're just helping to, to make life a little bit easier for your leader, you know, and to bring efficiency in the process, yeah? So that goes a long way. That gets you recognized. But when you're not able to to just be there and just go above and beyond it just doesn't take you far okay and along the same lines 
Become a team player and have a good attitude. Have a positive attitude. Become a team player. Be someone that people want to do work with, yeah? Be someone that people want to count on to be part of their team. Many times at work, even we have to like do things as a team. It takes a village, yeah? We're not going to be able to deliver great healthcare to over 30 million patients if we don't work as a team. And oftentimes processes are broken because the teamwork is broken. We are operating in silos, you know? So try and mitigate that by becoming a team player. Someone, some people can rely on, someone, people become transparent with the work you do. When you're not transparent, it breeds questionable environments around you, yeah? People just doubt your abilities. Become transparent in who you are, you know? Become a team player, someone that has a good attitude. Even when things are so difficult, even when it looks like it's not just going to work. Be that person that has that positive attitude that lifts people up from low spirits and rises them up to better spirits, yeah? Definitely. That's, those are kind of the people that I look for in a team and that I want to be part of my team, yeah? So positive mindset is so important. I know we, we all struggle with this, yeah? Not every day is going to be a good day, Yeah? But try the best possible to have a positive mindset. You know, when you have a negative mindset, it's just like a one fish that just corrupts the whole pond. It, the, the whole pond just now tastes nasty. And energy is something that spreads. So if you come into a room with negative energy, it's not just you who is feeling and breeding that negative energy. It spreads and it just doesn't create for a good environment. It doesn't create, it doesn't create an environment for innovation at all. And people just really stay away from negativity like that. So be someone who is positive that people just gravitate towards. And another, another key area, and I always point this out to, you know, just individual contributors who are not in a managerial position, but they aspire to be in a managerial position. I always tell my individual contributors that they are leaders. So become a leader in the area of work that you're responsible for. Leaders are not just those who lead you, who tell you what to do, who make key decisions, decisions, I can't even speak, who make key decisions. No, you are a leader. Whether or not you have people that, you know, report to you or not, you are a leader. Become a leader, operate like a leader, have a leadership mindset, take leadership classes, yeah? And then just become a leader in whatever area you are looking for. Because leaders are self-starters, okay? They're not supposed to be babysat. That's that's a wrong term, but uh, what I mean is micromanage, yeah? So when you have a leader that you have to micromanage, there's something really wrong. And those, that's what I mean by babysitting. I don't want to babysit anyone. In the positions that I hire for, I'm looking for self-starters, those who are able to hit the ground running, who can utilize their resources to solve problems, yeah? So solve problems and become someone who is a leader in whatever area that you're responsible for. That automatically gets you recognized, okay? Okay, and another important uh, 
item I want to mention is be open to hearing different opinions. You know, leadership is not dictated. I can't even speak today. It's not dictatorship. Yeah. When a leader becomes a dictator, that is no longer leadership. That is a dictator who has wrong motives and becomes very selfish in delivering whatever agenda he or she has. Positive leaders, leaders who really go a long way, are open to different opinions. Realize that we all come from different backgrounds. We have different specialties. We, are, we see life differently. It's important that we are open to hearing other people's opinions, whether or not you agree with them, whether or not it's an idea that you're going to run with. Be open to hearing why someone has a different opinion from you. Yeah. And not always lead from a dictator. I can't speak and I can't say that word. Don't lead like a dictator. Like your way is the highway and there's no one else opinion that matters but yourself. No, that's not going to take you anywhere. So be open to hearing different opinions. And also, do not be afraid to fail and learn from your failures. I love the idea of learning from failure. Because I think personally in my whole life, I have learned the best lessons when I have failed at something. And leaders who are confident and are really looking for like to create innovative environments and innovative solutions for their clients have to welcome failure. Because there's no innovation, Brené Brown says it so much better than I could ever say. Vulnerability creates an environment that people can innovate. And when innovation is something that is welcomed in an organization, we also have to welcome the fact that failure might come along with it. And failure does not mean the idea is bad. It doesn't mean that we can never refine that. It just means that we need to look at it perhaps from a different angle and see how we can better improve it so that we can do it better the next time. But for us to do it better the next time as a leader and as, as an organization, we have to be welcoming to failure. And we cannot reprimand someone for failing if they didn't do that, like to self-jeopardize the organization. You know, there's some people who have bad intentions. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those who just go into it with the intention of success, but along the way they meet failure. And you should go to YouTube and search for Brene Brown. She talks about vulnerability, innovation, way better than I could ever say. But really, vulnerability is that uh, environment that allows for innovation to take place. And when innovation is taking place, there is a very high chance that failure will come along with it. Yeah. Okay. So let's take the next one. Be accountable for all your actions. I, whew, I, I have seen this quite a bit. Okay. And this one gets me. Why? Because I have seen organizations where leaders even themselves are not held accountable. So if a leader is not held accountable, who else will be held accountable? You have a double standard, yeah? Leaders are not held accountable, but the uh, individual contributors are 
held accountable, that's not fair. So as leaders, it's our responsibility to create an environment where we are all held accountable, leaders and individual contributors. So as an individual contributor and as even someone who is in a managerial role trying to go up the ladder, yeah, be accountable for your actions. Do not be afraid of owning up to your mistakes, okay? When you have just like something has fallen through the cracks, own it. Own it and make it better. Be accountable to yourself and be accountable to someone else. You know, we are all supposed to be accountable to someone else. And accountability is one of the greatest traits that I look for in an employee. Like, I love it when someone just comes and tells me, you know what, Christine, I own this one. That was my fault. You know, I should have done it better. I missed it. I forgot it. Yeah, let's 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 own up to our mistakes. We all make mistakes, yeah? And then last but not least, yeah, be mindful of others. Don't just create an environment where it's all about you, 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 you. Create an environment that is welcoming to others, that is diverse, that is... Uh, mindful in opinions of what others may say or may not say. Yeah. Be mindful even of how you represent yourself, how you deliver your messages. Be kind, be courteous. Yeah. Don't go out and be rude and mean and expect that people will want to work with you. No, be kind in your delivery. Be mindful of how you, you represent yourself to others. And finally, never give up. And that is way more important than anything I've ever said. Anything that I've said in this podcast, never give up. Try, 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 try and never give up. Because, hey, it's never sometimes a one and done kind of thing. Sometimes you have to keep working at it and keep knocking and at those doors and one of those doors will open up as you work and as you implement these steps in your career in your day-to-day life and as you knock up the corporate ladder and maybe you get turned down don't give up keep working at it keep knocking on those doors and the right door will open up and be confident you know demand your self-worth you've put in the work then let them pay you for how much you have actually delivered in the past and how much you will deliver in the future by them by them hiring you. Okay, establish your self-worth and just continue to just be just that reliable, that awesome employee. And I can tell you this, leaders such as myself, we do watch out for people like you and we do want to do great things with you. So if, if I'm sure I'm not the only one who feels this way and as you continue to progress, these things will become very apparent to you as you yourself takes, take on leadership positions. I myself, I haven't arrived where I want to be. So I'm continuing to apply this same set of rules that I have given you and just keep on redefining my skills and my, my expertise to be that valuable employee because who wants to hire someone who is no of no value. So add value to yourself. And that means when you add value to yourself, you'll add value to your organization and they'll want to keep you and they'll want to keep seeing you grow farther and farther and farther. Okay. Okay. My friend, that's it for this week. 12 
ways to work towards a promotion. I want to hear more from you. Uh, if you want us to dive into other topics in the career world, let me know. But I am cheering you on. You guys rock and talk to you next time. Bye. And if this is your first time here, I'd love to say welcome to our community. I hope you enjoyed today's show and I'd love to hear from you. So if you could head over to our social media pages on Facebook and Instagram at Unearthed with Christine Babu, leave me a message over there. Let me know what you thought about today's show. And when you're done with that, would you head over to Spotify and Apple Podcast and subscribe to the show as well as leave your review. Your reviews are so important to me because it helps us mold and shape this community such that everyone that comes into this community is able to unearth the greatness that is in them. And when you're done with that, would you do me one last favor? Would you send the link of this show to your friends via text message, via WhatsApp, share it on your social media pages so that, so that we can reach more people and help them transform their lives. Remember, my friend, you matter. I don't care what anyone else has ever told you. You matter. There's so much greatness in you. Now I want you to go out there in the world and let that shine. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time, have yourself a lovely day.